Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep, P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, with Jimmy Olsen and Boris Archenko saved from certain death at the hands of their mysterious assailants... Superman renews his search for Perry White and the taxi driver last seen with the missing editor. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, in sports, they usually say that if a fellow's a good starter, he's a fast finisher, too. And believe me, gang, that applies to you. Why, if you give your day a breezy start with an A-double-one breakfast, then you're pretty likely to be breezing ahead at the end of the day. So get hep to Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. There's a breakfast dish that practically coaxes you to eat. Looks terrific in the first place, all golden and, and light and crisp. And Pep tastes just as good as it looks. What flavor? Keen, light sunshine flavor. Delicious come-on flavor. A toasted full wheat flavor that your appetite can really latch onto. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep sure is on the beam when it comes to tickling your taste. Every tender spoonful has the old stuff that keeps you coming right back for more until almost before you know it, you've polished your bowl clean as a whistle. And that's the right idea, too. Nobody wants to waste one flake of Kellogg's Pep, especially nowadays when the cereal grains are being sent to fellows and girls overseas. So make it a habit to eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Now, the adventures of Superman. When John Grayson, publisher of the Daily Planet, who was known to be an enthusiastic backer of the World Peace Federation, suddenly appointed a personal representative named Homer Smith, who ordered editor Perry White to attack the Peace Federation in the planet, White indignantly refused. And that afternoon, he mysteriously disappeared. Cub reporter Jim Olson, who saw the car in which White had been carried away, was captured by gunmen and about to be shot when Superman rescued him. Frightened, gunmen revealed that they had been hired by a man named Joe Barton, who lived at the Miller Hotel. And as we continue now, Superman, accompanied by Jimmy, has arrived at the dark, dingy hotel. The nearby church clock strikes 3 a.m. as they stand in the dimly lit corridor at the door of Barton's room. Listen. Do we knock on the door, Superman? No use, Jim. We're too late. Oh, what do you mean? Get ready for a shock. Come on, the door's unlocked. Leaps. Look, on the floor. Yes. Is that Joe Barton? I don't know. I mean, I don't know his name. But it's the driver of the phony taxi cab, the one Mr. White disappeared in yesterday. Are you sure? Oh, I'm positive. Is he... Is he... Yes, he's dead. He was stabbed through the heart. Golly. Our friends apparently decided to play it safe. What do you mean? I told you they weren't taking any chances. Whoever's behind all this is clever and ruthless. He or they won't stop at anything, not even murder. Whoever it is must have a big stake in sabotaging the World Peace Federation. What? The World Peace Federation? Exactly. But 
But how does that figure in, in all that's happened tonight? I'll tell you. Mr. White disappeared right after he refused to attack the Federation in the Daily Planet, right? Yes, but The I... attack on you and now Barton's death all point to the same source, which I'm convinced is an individual or organization against world peace. Oh, I see what you mean. But, gee whiz, how are we going to find Mr. White now? We figured on this, this fellow to tell us where he is. Now, this is a tough break, Jim. But we'll find Mr. White another way, and before we're through, we'll track down the people who are willing to commit murder in order to sabotage the World Peace Federation. Come on. As Superman and Jimmy Olsen leave the shabby Miller Hotel, a quite different scene is taking place in a vastly different setting. Some 40 miles from Metropolis on a lushly green wooded island off the coast sprawls a huge mansion of gray stone, looking as if it had been hewn out of the very rock it rests upon to overlook the sullen sea. At the very top of the house in an unbreakable glass-walled turret, which revolves at the touch of a lever, is a circular study from which the view spreads uninterruptedly over the sea, the star-studded sky, and the island estate. And in it sit two men. One, neatly dressed, wearing eyeglasses and looking not unlike an accountant, is Homer Smith, whom we have met before. The other man is of an indeterminate middle age, sharp of face and eye, deeply tanned. His thin legs are encased in beautifully cut riding breeches and boots, and his muscular torso is covered with a heavy maroon silk shirt open at the throat. Only his bloodless lips and long claw-like hands reveal his savage nature. This man is Rufus Pelly, reputed to be one of the richest men in the world. This man, Joe Barton, you took care of him, Smith? Uh, yes, I did, Mr. Pelly, personally, just as you directed. Good. With him out of the way, Perry White's abduction can possibly be traced to you. You can go ahead with your work. Yes, sir. Now, about Olsen. He got away, you know. No. That's impossible. He couldn't. Nevertheless, he did. I got the report on the teletype a half hour ago. You were a fool to let Barton go after him, Smith. First White, then Olsen. Didn't you realize you'd have every police officer in Metropolis down on your head? But, but, but Olsen saw Barton drive away with Mr. White. I, I thought... Uh, you should have put Barton out of the way at once. Then you could forget Olsen. It's smart not to commit any more murders than necessary. Yeah. It's a joke coming from you. Don't get insolent, Smith. I, I, I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I didn't mean... <laughs> what a spineless pup you are. Why don't you stand up to me? Of course I'm a murderer. As the greatest producer of arms and munitions in the world, I'm a wholesale murderer. I give millions of stupid men the weapons and shells with which to destroy each other in war. And they pay me well for it. Very well. <laughs> You're a strange man, Mr. Perry. I'm a truthful man when I'm in the mood, but we're wasting time. You've got to get back to Metropolis tonight. Now, here, I've written a series of editorials. Take them with you. I want one published on page one of the Daily Planet every day, beginning today, and in big black type. You understand? Yeah, yes, sir. World Peace Federation, a menace to the United States. Thought by foreign statesmen to let America into disarming. This is pretty strong stuff, sir. I want them to be strong. The World Peace Federation is the greatest danger my business has ever had to face. If the nations of the world get together in mutual trust and understanding and iron out their difficulties over a conference table instead of in war, I'm out of business. Yes, I realize that. But these editorials, if you don't mind my saying so, sir, are great uh, exaggerations. <laughs> you mean lies, don't you? Well, uh, yeah, Of course yeah. they're lies. Whopping big lies. 
The Daily Planet is one of the most respected papers in the country. If the planet says the World Peace Federation is bad medicine and says it often and strongly enough, a great many people will believe it. And if we can fool enough people, we'll get rid of the blasted Federation. Well, that's true. Of course it's me. true. Now, get started. I want the first editorial in today's planet without fail. Uh, yes, sir. Good night, Smith. I'll be waiting to read the Daily Planet today. Come into my office, will you? I've got to talk to you privately. Okay, but if you want to know what I found out about Mr. White, the answer is not a solitary thing. I know. I just spoke to Inspector Henderson. What are we going to do, Clark? Mr. Smith is going to... Henderson gave him a clean bill of health. Gave whom a clean bill? Smith. He did? Henderson investigated him, and it seems he's been engaged in some sort of importing business until recently when he tied up with John Grayson. Oh? Took him abroad a great deal. The firm's out of business now, and the record is rather vague, but... Henderson hasn't been able to find a thing against Mr. Homer Smith. Well, I don't know if Mr. Homer Smith had anything to do with the chief's disappearance, but I'm I sure didn't... he had everything to do with it, and I'll pin it on him eventually. Right now... Right now, you can pin this on him, Clark. Hmm? What? Just look at this galley proof of today's noon edition. What's he done now? Well, read that box editorial on page one. World Peace Federation, a menace to United States. Oh, that's not all. Just keep reading. A clever trap by foreign diplomats to lull U.S. into disarming while they secretly prepare for war. Great Scott, we can't print this rotten lie, Lois. Try to stop Mr. Smith from printing it. But we... I just tried, and he told me I could resign any time I pleased. What? Oh, Clark, this is the most awful day I've ever lived through. The chief missing, and now this. But we can't print this filthy lie, Will Lois. Will you stop saying we can't print well, we it? Can't. We're going to print it, or Mr. Smith is in two hours when we go to press. And there's apparently nothing that you nor I nor anyone else can do to stop him. We'll see about that. Well, if you've got an idea, name it. I'll do anything. There's nothing you can do. The only two persons who can stop this are Perry White and John J. Grace. Will you stop dreaming? The chief, heaven only knows where he is. I can't even think about him anymore without just going to pieces. I know, And but... you talked to Mr. Grayson yourself, didn't you? Yes. Where did that get you, except to be told that whatever Homer Smith says goes? Yeah, that's right. Grayson is in great fear of Smith, and it's obvious that Smith has something on him. You said that before, too, but so what? Just this. I'm going to find Grayson, wherever he is, and make him tell me the truth. He's got to now. Not only Mr. White's life is at stake, but the life of the World Peace Federation, the peace of all nations. So now So he's... now stop dreaming. You've just named a job that would be a handful even for Superman. Exactly. What? I mean, uh, uh, th- th- that's your phone, Lois. Yes, I know. Hello? Lois Lane speaking. Who? Oh, yes, yes. Just a minute, please. It's for you, Clark. Oh, thanks. <clears throat> yes? Who? Oh, yes. What's that? Great Scott, when? What Where? Is it? What is it, Clark? Just a moment, please. Yes, I hear you. Yes? Yes? I see. Yes, yes, I... I see. Thank you. Clark! What is it? Wait, I... you're so pale. What's happened? Clark? Clark, answer me! <laughs> Anxiously, Lois Lane shakes Clark Kent's arm, begging him to tell her what has happened. But Kent sits as if turned to stone, his eyes staring into space. What shocking news has he heard? We'll know more in a moment when we return for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, gang, will you go galloping into breakfast when you're heading for a peach roundup? That's this week's pep dish of the week, you know. Yes, sir, a peach roundup just about doubles the excitement of breakfast. 
And uh, here's how easy it is to make. First, lay half a chilled peach in your breakfast dish, then cover it with your regular serving of Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, and top with the other peach half, round side up. Add cool milk and sugar, and there's your peach roundup. And will you be rounding up some terrific eating when you get going on this smooth dish? Right from the start, that sunny golden pep flavor swings into the lead. Believe me, the spoon that comes up filled with Kellogg's Pep goes right back for more of the same. In double-quick time, your bowl is polished off clean as a whistle, which is always a good idea, because Pep is good for you, sure. Gives you solid whole wheat nourishment plus. And it's particularly important nowadays not to waste cereal, because we're sending the cereal grains to help give good nourishment to fellows and girls all over the world. Think of that when Mom brings Kellogg's Pep home from the grocers. Eat all your Pep. Don't waste it. Shocked by what he has learned from a phone call just received in Lois Lane's office of the Daily Planet, Clark Kent replaces the phone and sits as if turned to stone while Lois shakes his arm, demanding to know what has happened. Don't just sit there, Clark. For heaven's sake, tell me what... One chance in a million. What? The odds are now a million to one against Mr. White and the World Peace Federation. What are you talking about? Who was that phone call from? It was from... Scott, what am I sitting here for? When split seconds count against one chance in a million, I'm delaying. Goodbye, Lois. Wait a minute, Clark. Clark, come back here. Clark, where are you going? Rousing suddenly, Clark can't leap from his chair and rushes headlong from Lois Lane's office. What has happened? Who was that phone call from? And what did Kent learn that made him say the odds against Perry White and the World Peace Federation are now a million to one? Don't miss Monday's thrilling episode when Superman pits all his great powers in a battle against tremendous odds. Be sure to tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, I know that you know loads of famous names, so you're sure to know Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. But do you know that swell breakfast treat, Kellogg Shredded Wheat? It's delicious. You see, Kellogg picks out finest whole wheat, toasts it to natural nut-sweet goodness. Kellogg packs 15, 15 tender, plump biscuits in every package. And Kellogg sees to it that you get the grand nutrition of whole wheat in biscuits made to fit the bowl. Ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Shredded Wheat. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.